Welcome to Podcast Maps Season 3. This is all about the audio opportunity. What is that? Community. This is what audio is all about. Creating social space in a disconnected world. You know, we've all been through a pretty hard 18 months, right? It's been the craziest time in living memory. I didn't live... I wasn't alive during the First and Second World Wars. This was history, but we've lived through real history in the last two years, which in years to come, I'm sure they're going to give it some context and name it. This is when it happened. It wasn't just this is when COVID happened. It was this is when digital transformation happened. This is when work from home happened. This is where we moved into a more dehumanized world. This is the era of the machine. All of these that seem to be disconnected events happening at the same time. You know, when COVID really kicked in, in global lockdowns, and we're thinking about a year ago now, so we're going back to April, May 2020, which is really when it started to get out of hand. And it was realized this wasn't just a China thing, but a global thing. Around about then, if you looked at Google search trends, the biggest um, spikes were happening in this operational searches. What I mean by, for example, that is uh, people searching for things like office chair. I think that if you look at the data on office chair searches on Google around about that time, they spiked significantly. The reason is, is because people now were learning how to adapt to the situation, which was really a reactive uh, intent, if you like. I need an office chair. I've got to work from home. I've got to try and keep the show on the road. I've got to try and keep some some sanity and, you know, keep this thing moving, right? That's what, how it was back then, a year ago. A year ago, we we're just kind of treading water, firefighting, whatever analogy you want to pick. I think firefighting is possibly the best. We're just trying to keep contain the fires. Yeah, here we are a year on and, you know, we see an exit strategy from COVID. We have some success stories globally, places like Israel. Um, we probably will have similar kind of situations in the next two to three months where lockdowns will actually end completely without masks and so on, where most of the population is vaccinated. So it's a positive outlook, but what we're left with now is this reality that we're living in a very disconnected world, which is happening um, three ways. One is that we are not shaking hands with people. I mean, it's not just shaking hands, but you know what it's like. I mean, I was out today with my son. We went to Starbucks and there were plenty of people out here in Singapore. So, you know, lockdown has been well managed here. Uh, but I get a little bit nervous. Like we went into 7-Eleven to buy something and uh, there were like seven or eight people in 7-Eleven and I just kind of felt nervous. It was like, you know, I wasn't used to being surrounded by so many people and, you know, having this sort of, this awareness of what's happened in the last year just made me feel very disconnected. You know, everybody's wearing a mask. You're worrying about, is that guy, is that guy coughing? What's he got over there? You know how it is. And that's just because we've been in this climate of fear. So that's the first thing. The second thing is working from home, that that will become the norm. So we, we won't be exposed to so many people, not necessarily our colleagues so much. 
you'll still connect with them over Zoom. But those random connections, like you would go here in Singapore to the Hawker Center uh, at lunchtime and just be surrounded by people. You'll see different people, different faces, different cultures and environments. And that would just kind of make you feel connected to the world. It's like in the Victorian times, like what Victorian people did before TV and before radio is they would go to the promenade. The promenade was like a strip of land, a street by the seaside, and they would walk along it. You know, with you can see all those sort of beautiful vintage photos and vintage paintings of Victorian women with their, you know, umbrellas walking along the promenade. And, you know, the word promenade comes from like the Latin and the Latin languages to walk, right? Um, you know, I think in French it's like se promenade or in Spanish it's promenado, to walk, right? I think I remember. I lived in Spain. I should know. You correct me if I'm wrong, guys. I'm on LinkedIn, Graham Brown. And the reason why they did that was because, you know, the Victorians had, were an increasingly industrialized society. They got very much disconnected from these communities that they had previous to industrialization, which would be, you know, these sort of rural communities where people just kind of hang out. They didn't have that. They moved into cities. They stopped hanging out in these groups like we are now. And so they invented these rituals called promenades, which is basically they would go at sunset and uh, walk along, you know, and the ladies would walk along and you would bump into other people. And you, you, a big part of it, even if you didn't bump into people is you would see, you would, see and absorb and you look at how much in culture that is a key part of being human is it's not actually interacting with lots of people directly it's just being among people you look at the cafe cultures of europe and even as i'll talk about in this season starbucks that that wasn't necessarily about going and meeting a hundred people, but it was going, being around a hundred people. The reason why people enjoyed cafe society is they could sit and they could observe and feel part of something. Like if you go to a concert and live music, and I talk about live music in season three, this season of podcast maps about, you don't go there to meet 10,000 people in the stadium. You go there to be among 10,000 people. So one of the, key aspects of what we've lost in the last 18 months are those loose connections, those loose ties that define who we are to be among people. And the third part is data. More importantly, machine learning. That if we become more atomized and at the extreme putting chips in the monkey's brain to our interactions being replaced by machines in many ways, much of customer service has been replaced by those God awful chatbots. And it's a relief when you get somebody who's a real human and a lot of society and jobs, which were effectively spreadsheets, whether that is literal accounting or, doctors looking at scans or a lawyer memorizing case law, this will be replaced by machines. 
So the third part of how we're being really disconnected and how historians will look at this era is data and machine learning and how that took humans out of much of the interactions that we had. So what is left? If we think about all of this combining, the way we'll look back at this era, 2020s, in 10, 20 years to come, is this was the era where we entered the era of the machine, but became very dehumanized. And therefore, we sought out the tools of connection. We placed a high premium on them. So the question is, is what connects us? And this is what I'm going to talk about in season three of Podcast Maps. And that is the tools of connection fundamentally are based around audio. Audio is one of the most powerful tools of connection. And therefore, there is no coincidence that we are seeing the resurgence of audio today in 2021 as a result of what's happened in the last 18 months. It's no coincidence. The fact is that these are not unrelated, disconnected events. These are part of the same phenomena. Audio too, meaning all the social audio, audio rooms, audio spaces, podcasts, all those apps are becoming increasingly popular because of events, because of those three factors, because of digital transformation, because of work from home, because of machine learning, because of COVID. For those that know me, so you and I have probably had a conversation in the last few weeks, whether it's on LinkedIn or via Zoom, talking about Audio 2 podcast work, for example. You may know that I graduated with an AI degree in 1995 and my first job straight out of university because my career advisor was clueless as to what AI was back then was teaching English in Japan. Now, teaching English is about presentation, communication. And from that, I went to work in the mobile communications industry, teaching brands to connect through their storytelling with young people. And from that evolved into where I am today, teaching brands to connect with audiences through podcasts. So there very much is a full circle. The last piece of the puzzle being AI, that I've waited 25 years for this moment to come around. When I studied AI, it was about philosophy and about evolutionary biology and about genetic algorithms. We didn't have the computational power to make the kind of libraries that you can see today. It would have been a very different world. So there wasn't really much practical application, certainly no jobs back then. But if you ask me, how does AI relate to podcasts? I would say they're two sides of the coin. These are not unrelated events. In fact, one is driving the other. The reason why podcasts are becoming so popular is because on the one hand, we have this dehumanizing and mechanical and very much fake. Fake meaning in this sense, not human. These forms of communication are dominating our interactions. And on top of this, we're losing the social spaces and the loose chains, the loose connections that made 
our understanding of the communities we were part of. And that's why we're seeking out podcasts and conversations and connections. And we're seeking out the human interaction that we get from Clubhouse and Discord. And these are only going to grow. And what's missing now for you as a podcast host or for you as a podcast agency owner for your clients is building community around that audio. So how do you give your audiences what they want? Because what they want is real, human, authentic connection.